Welcome to Living Light Radio with your host, Ranbir Poir. That's me, where we'll give you a dose of inspiration, application, and adaptation every single week so you can embrace the light of your life and live the life of your dreams. I hope you'll join us every Friday. Welcome back. I appreciate the feedback many of you have sent me about last week's post about acceptance versus forgiveness, episode number 23 on the podcast. I've heard a variety of stories this week from readers and listeners that have experienced trauma, ranging from stories of neglect to assault. Um, I really appreciate that you took the time to share your experiences with me and for trusting me. It's really important to me. I, I, I really value that. The common theme I heard is that you had never thought about the power you had in starting with acceptance rather than trying to force yourself to forgive. So I'm really happy that it helped you. Writing in this raw fashion, quite frankly, isn't easy for me. It's uh, terrifying, actually. But my focus this whole year is to be courageous. By sharing my healing journey this month, I hope that you can see that though the details of the experiences and examples I share may be particular to me, at its core, your struggles aren't that different than mine. And my hope is that if I share my experience and my perspective, that my healing can inspire yours or that of someone you know. As you know, the focus this month is on mental well-being. I feel it's only natural to follow last week's post with the conversation about anger. It's the natural next step for me. Anger is typically looked down upon as an emotion because it's associated with violence. And that isn't always the case, according to research done by Howard, and I am going to mess up your name, Dr. Howard, Casanova, um, he's a PhD. His research shows that anger seems to be followed by aggression only about 10% of the time, but anger does get a bad rap, okay? I don't think expressing anger is bad or wrong when it's appropriate and timely. You may find this hard to believe, but... I have a confession to make. I used to be a very, very angry person. Um, it's, it's weird. I don't even recognize myself when I look back at that person. I don't even recognize her. But pre-motherhood, I had a short fuse. And though my angry outbursts never lasted very long, they were frequent the American Psychological Association defines anger in this way. They say it's an emotion characterized by antagonism toward someone or something you feel has deliberately done you wrong. My anger <laughs> cost me some relationships because I felt that I just couldn't get over it. I felt really, really wronged. But I think it cost me some of the wrong relationships because when I look back at situations, I can see that my reactions didn't always match the intensity of each situation. 
In fact, my reactions were far, far too strong. So what gives? Well, you probably guessed it. I had suppressed anger over many, many, many years. When you can't be angry with the right person, anger tends to build up inside you. Since I wasn't able to get angry with the people that I wanted to, frankly, because I was afraid to, I didn't know how to challenge those people because I was, remember, victimized. So naturally, then what was I going to do? I took it out in the safest way possible, which was I took it out on people that I wasn't afraid of. And you know this all very well. We often take our anger out where it's safe. We'll yell at the kids when the husband upsets us. Usually we don't get mad at the person we're actually mad at. So that was something I suffered through. The next thing is that my anger used to haunt me. Oh my gosh. (laughs) My tenacity is, uh, you know, bugged me in this way because I just would replay my outbursts in my mind over and over again. My anger drained me because I didn't understand it. You know, Aristotle said this, and it really struck a chord with me, and I hope it will do the same for you. He said, anybody can become angry. That's easy. However, to be angry with the right person to the right degree at the right time for the right purpose and in the right way, that requires wisdom. Anger requires wisdom. So years ago, when I heard this, pre-children, BC, before children, it's my joke, I decided to get wise with my anger. It takes practice and effort to get to that place of wisdom, okay? So the best place to start is to get an understanding of what anger means to you. So to get to know your anger, start by answering some basic questions. And you can press pause here and do these exercises, or you can come back to them. But here are five questions you should answer. And you can also, um, you know, look these up on our website, uh, which is www.freewithin.me forward slash anger. So that's where you can look up these questions. But here they are, numbers one through five. Number one, why are you angry? Number two, who are you angry with? Number three, do you try to control your anger? Number four, do you express your anger? And number five, do you use your anger to put yourself down? As I mentioned earlier, most people feel angry because they feel that they have been wronged by another, right? You know, when I started to try to get wise with my anger, I asked myself some questions and I'm going to ask you the same ones right now. Do you think that looking at anger in this particular way is productive? And more importantly, does it serve you? Does it move you forward? When I dug deep, I recognized that this way of looking at it didn't serve me or move me forward. It kept me stuck in the past. It 
stuck feeling wronged, feeling weak, and believing I needed the person that hurt me to be involved in my healing. Like I was dependent on him to feel whole again. It made me feel less in control. Why? Because it made me feel sorry for myself. It put me in shoulda, coulda, woulda territory when it really just was. That's how the cookie crumbled. It doesn't mean that I didn't make peace with feeling wronged. As you know from my last post about acceptance, that I did that through the acceptance of the trauma and hardships I endured. I did that healing. So when I studied my anger and peeled back the layers, I found that I was angry because I had experienced some sort of loss. That was the theme. The wrongdoing was was related to a feeling of loss. It wasn't complicated. I know that this is not the normal way to view anger, but it's the perspective that helped me not only process my residual anger, but it also moved me forward in my life without being an angry person or, more importantly, without having a chip on my shoulder. I'd like to share a three-step exercise you can do right now to help you shift your perspective on anger. Let's see what you've lost. We've also created a free worksheet for you because if you're a stationary nerd like me, you might want to have the worksheet and use your colored pens so you can get the worksheet from the website, which is www.freewithin.me forward slash anger. You can get downloaded there. So here's the three-step exercise. Number one, and if you're doing this um, as you're listening to me without downloading the spreadsheet or the worksheet, uh, divide your paper into three columns and make a list in column number one of the things that make you angry. Column number two, right next to each item, name what you lost right next to each item on your angry list. Perhaps it was a loss of innocence, of safety, of trust of fidelity, of finances, maybe a job, maybe an opportunity. What did you lose? Write it next to each item of anger that you feel. And in step three, I'd like you to write down the action you can take to fill the void, to repair the loss, okay? I'd like to warn you that when you do this exercise, you may experience a feeling of sadness, And that's normally because what you're actually doing is processing loss. So you might feel like you're grieving a little bit. Okay. That's what happened to me, but have hope because that means you're headed in the right direction towards acceptance and moving forward. You know, it's one step in the right direction because you're accepting that you did lose something in the process. I'd also like to note that not everyone expresses anger in the same way. Some people like to yell. Some people, you know what? They're going to give you the cold shoulder. They're going to ignore you. Others, they try to get revenge and still others use it to implode and beat themselves up on the inside. So anger doesn't look the same for each one of us. So please be mindful of that when you're doing these exercises. And I'd like to look at one of these ways of expressing anger just now, which is, um, going to dive into um, yelling. So anger can be tied to poor communication skills. 
So an angry person can have a hard time describing the loss that she feels. And because she wants to protect herself, she'll often raise her voice as a form of protection. So the next time you hear someone yelling, think about them from that point of view that she's afraid and guarding her territory, guarding her heart. So she's yelling because that's the only thing she feels like she can have control over. It's like putting up this big, huge fence in front of her heart. Okay. I actually love this quote from Marumi and I use it as the theme for one of my free courses for parents. Um, it's an introductory course and we, I haven't run it in a while and I will. This reminds me to run that again. So it goes like this. Raise your words not your voice. It's rain that grows flowers, not thunder. Okay. So that's just one example of how an angry person might communicate just because they're struggling, right? Struggling with the words to explain their loss. When you understand that anger is tied to a loss, you can start to fill the void. Remember Kintsugi, I discussed it last week. It's that 400-year-old Japanese art of putting broken pottery pieces together with gold. So when you're able to sort of understand the loss that you experienced and you can see it, then you can start filling it with gold. When you understand that you are processing a loss, only then can you begin to heal and put out the fires. Oh my gosh, the fires of anger that may burn inside of you. I know this idea to sort of reframe your anger may seem simple, but it's not easy to shift your beliefs because let's face it, very few things in life that create massive spiritual growth are easy. I'd like to know if you connected with this post, if you could please go share your comments on our website, www.freewithin.me forward slash anger. And can you share it with people that you think could benefit from it? People that you think are suffering because of their anger, they're stuck in it. They need to move out of it. This might be the thing that helps shift them out and helps them live their best life. And it's important for us to share this information. And don't forget to go download your free worksheet because we're giving you a little treat this week from the site as well. Um, you can find that on the same link, www.freewithin.me forward slash anger. And I will see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.